Hi, I'm Maddie, and I don't have a hobby. Hi, I'm Haley, and I have too many hobbies. And I've taken it upon myself to get Maddie hooked on just about anything. In this podcast, we're talking true crime. We're talking Enneagram. We're talking mental health. We're talking Scientology. And just about everything in between. So we're inviting you on a journey that you definitely didn't ask to be invited on. In the hopes that you too would like to be Average, average girls Average and only Average and only Hey, hey, hey. And welcome. How's everyone doing today? I forget how our intros go. Wonder if you're driving in your car or distracting yourself at work or having an AirPod in while your friends are discussing things you don't care about. Or staring off into the abyss, wondering <laughs> when it will all just and be And why over. you're still listening. And you know what? We're wondering too. Why are you here? I don't know, Haley. I don't know. Um, what are we going to talk about today? And what oh, is our, our hot take question. Take? I forgot about that part. We didn't even discuss it. Top I picked the last one. Top three pet peeves. Oh, okay. All right. Do you know them off the top of your head? Um, I have two off the top of my head. The first one is definitely loud chewing. Okay, I'm there with you on that. I can't handle slurping. I can't. I have. I know somebody who I can hear chewing from another room, like on a regular basis. And I'm not going to put them on blast now, but I want them to know that I love them. But whenever they chew like this, I do consider what they would look like without a brick in there for. Yeah, <laughs> with a brick in there for. Yeah, one thousand percent. Oh, I can't do it. I have a little more tolerance for it than you, but it's definitely Mm -mm. not. Oh, my gosh. There's a rock in your backyard that I swear to you I thought was a shih tzu. A shih tzu? If anything, it looks like a beaver. Anywho, what are your other pet peeves? One of my pet peeves, I don't know why, but I hate when you're listening to the radio or you're watching TV at a very high volume Mm -hmm. and then... The commercials are like 10 times times louder louder. Mm -hmm. and people who don't turn them down and they talk over the commercials. I'm like, first of all, stop talking. Second of all, turn it down. Why are you shouting (laughs) over this? I'm just now I'm insecure wondering if I've ever done that. Corey does it a lot. Oh. And it drives me nuts. Um, what if that was the reason why you broke up with Corey? You end a three-year relationship and you're like, you really never shout turn. over the commercials and I don't like it. I just hate it so much. Um, my other weird pet peeve is that, and people make fun of me for this because it gets under my skin so bad and it's wrong because I actually get hateful. But when people drink soda b- before like 4 p.m., middle of the day, I used to get so mad. I'd be in like a 10 a.m. class and a girl walks in with a Mountain Dew. Honestly, I'm not mad about no, that. No, I want to end her whenever she comes in. There. Not this is on a regular basis. This is in the past. This is past me. Um, BC, but I, but it's I still feel the before Corona. I <laughs> too soon. I see people in like like whenever we're in Chartwells or something eating lunch like in the dining hall or whatever, and no. I. No, no, I no. get mad no. if someone's there at noon like, with a Pepsi. A Coke. No. First of all, gross that you just said Pepsi. Pepsi, Coke. Okay, I don't have a preference. I don't really, like, drink soda. I think maybe that's part of the reason why I get mad is because okay. I don't really drink it. Yeah, but there's really nothing like a meal with, like, an ice-cold Coke. A, a dinner. No, just, like, a lunch. Like, 
Unless it, oh, if I got no. a cheeseburger for lunch, I'm not getting like an apple juice. I would hope not. I'm not I'm saying, just you saying like what's the alternative? Actually, Water? you know what? Now that you say that, that irritates me too. An adult drinking apple juice for like not for breakfast or like a weird like wow, I'm really craving apple juice. That's fine, but like oh, I'm having a I'm having lunch and I'm a grown adult and I have an apple juice. Shut up. <laughs> oh <laughs> like my literally God. just shut up. Okay, my other pet peeve is when. People find out that someone else is paying and they size up whatever they're going to get. So, like, if you go through Mm -hmm. Starbucks and you're like, oh, no, guys, I got it. And you know their Starbucks (laughs) order is, like, a tall vanilla iced latte or something. And they get, like, a venti. Oh, wow. Like, that'd be just right off the bat. I'm like, oh, you're that type of person. person. And I feel like people do that all the time. Like, whenever your mom took us out to dinner when she came out to visit, if I was like, I will have lobster tails, three steaks, and a cheesecake to go. Right. I, I would feel, expect you to be like, Haley, shut the up. Yeah, no, I would. Immediately. I'd, I'd be, be like, like, she's um, not getting that. No. She'll have a side salad. Goodbye. <laughs> and that's it. And no that's croutons. It. <laughs> take the joy out of it all. Yeah, that, that type of person. I also, oh, sorry. No, oh, I'm, I'm done. I'm ahead of myself. I just got to my third. I really hate when people are on their phones when they're all together and or during movies. I'm guilty of You are of guilty those. of that. Yeah. And that's okay. But I also think it's a thing for me. Like whenever I look around a room and there's four people on their phones, I wish wish everyone could have just witnessed the fact that Maddie just dipped her damn finger in her coffee to stir it. Like, with, like, like, and she held it in the air for a second and then dipped it in her coffee. Like, okay, we're going to move on from that. Moving right along. All right. So whenever we were discussing some things that we could, you know, have a little bit, a little bit of dialogue about. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I remembered was my senior year, my humanities class that I was pretty much too afraid to talk in the entire time. Yes. And we would do like those Socratic seminars. Everyone would like sit around and it was very uncomfortable and everyone had to share at least once. And it was like oh. very, did you have that? No. Okay. I mean, we had a version of this class, but we weren't forced to share our opinion. Oh yeah. Well, you had to like at, at one point have something to contribute. Mm, yeah, no. And I loved that class. Like I, it was just like, I don't know. It was, it was really cool, but it was also like I didn't I did not want to share with everybody that was there. And now I want to share my opinions with every living, breathing person yeah, that I've ever met. How did that switch? Were you shy in high school? No. I wasn't shy. I was insecure. So in like certain things, okay. I was like overcompensating. Like I was just really freaking loud. I was definitely more of an extrovert in high school. Yeah. Really? Yes. Well, you are you are more introverted now. Yes. Uh, but I agree. I was more extroverted. That didn't too. start until <laughs> my freshman year of college, and I had no friends. And then I just started appreciating being alone yeah. and found it very relaxing and loved having my own time. Yeah. And then it kind of just – I'm, like, right in the middle. When it's people I know and it's my circle, extrovert. If there's people that yeah. I don't really know – Nah. I think people just assume that I'm extroverted. And I think they would honestly assume that you're extroverted too. I don't think so. I see. I also think you have a skewed view of how people look at you in general. Because you also think that people think that you're mean. And I don't think people think that of you. Okay. Yeah. No, I do. Because so many people have different views based on what situation they saw me in. So if you saw me with like people I'm comfortable with, I'm, I will tend to be more extroverted with someone new. Right. Like on an intimate setting, I'm great. I'm at my best. But on a large scale setting with people I don't know, I'm very quiet. Huh. So I get mixed reviews of people that are like, oh, yeah, I thought you were like intimidating and mean when really I just didn't know anyone there. Right. 
And then there's people that I meet with other people that I'm comfortable with and like, oh, no, you're so warm and you're so nice. And like, I never thought that you would like hurt a fly. So I just get confused. Why do we even get into that? Oh, I just asked what you were like in high school. school. Yeah, I just I think also for me in high school, I didn't share in that class because I thought that I was stupid. Like I didn't know that I was smart until college. Like because I wasn't in I was I'm not math and science at all. I can barely do basic addition. But I like I got to college and I realized like, oh, wait, I'm actually really smart. And it like took me a second to like get into it. And I realized I just hadn't found my niche. Yeah. yeah. Until I got here. And then, and it was weird because one time Emerson and I were talking, my roommate and I we were talking about one, she was like, what's like one word you would use to describe me? Like if you had to describe me in one word, I don't even remember what I said. And I was like, why? What's mine? I like, I just assume people will, th- will say funny or like loud immediately. Mm-hmm. But she was like, no, I think people would say smart. And I literally got teary eyed sitting there right there on that couch. I was like, Oh. what just because I did like I didn't think I was ever so I never wanted to contribute because I was like I'm gonna say something stupid mm. I definitely had a fear of embarrassment yes I was socially extroverted but in the classroom never said a word nope all through college never said a word literally yeah. ever Mm-mm. and it's funny because I was a psych major which is like the only thing that I like I love people and mm-hmm. that's like the one thing that I would talk about a lot yeah and I still like I think I just had this fear of like looking dumb mm-hmm so yeah. I agree with that, but I still think I'm kind of dumb. Like, <laughs> I wasn't a math and science person, but I also wasn't like in anything else. Yeah, but I think you have your niche too. Like you're so well-spoken on the things that you really care about. But if it's like something dumb, you're like, it's why yeah. I want to get you excited about things because then you'll want to know about them. All right. I'm down with it. So what are we talking about today? Okay. So basically we are going to pretend like we are in our humanities class and resurrect all the times that we could have participated in class with all of our opinions. Oh, no. but Yes. So some of these are direct questions that I remember from the class that still haunt me that I ask myself on a regular I'm basis. S- I'm, I'm going to preface this. I'm going to be so bad at this. Oh, I'll I'm be, be really very indecisive. You. Yes, for sure. It's going to be a lot of gray area. I'm probably going to freak out a little bit. I'm going to try and be as decisive as I can some like, to make a clear answer. are like longer scenario questions that I also think are really freaking hard and disgust me and they're scary. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. <clears throat> I'm just going to sound really selfish this entire podcast. Why? Because I think a lot of these are going to be like, would you save your family or a bunch of strangers? And I'm going to be like, my family. My family. Okay. Well, yeah, but they're not all like that. Okay. okay. This one is, is an interesting one. Okay. So you go to the edge of a cliff. One side is a complete stranger, and the other side is your dog. Oh, okay. Which one are you saving? You can only save one. A stranger. Yeah. For sure. I know. I remember I remember how heated my 12th grade humanities cl- class got with this question. Like, I remember yelling. Not me yelling. Uh, other people yelling back and forth about, like, I could never not save my dog. Like, really? going back and forth. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. No, I mean, it does. Yeah. I know people are connected with their animals. And yeah. I... I'm an animal lover as well, but no way. Yeah, I would definitely save a stranger too. Because my thing was like, if it were my family member that were hanging over a cliff and some complete stranger didn't pick them and picked their Yorkie. Yeah, oh, I'd be I'm heated. pushing them off the cliff. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd be so pissed. I would just be like, this is. Yeah, this I just, can't. it doesn't, human life, the value of that and an animal <laughs> just don't compare. Yeah. Easy. Okay, I'm glad that was easy. Yeah, that one's an easy one. We're going, but this one's harder. This one, I actually, my sister and I still talk about this one because, well, you'll survive. Uh, it's the same cliff scenario. Your sibling or the cure for cancer. What? Well, that's so loaded. I know. My sister has children. That's also true. But people that have cancer probably also have children. Yeah. But then if you're going like really macro, 
if you get to, this is terrible, but it's like an honest, like pragmatic thing. You have the cure for cancer. The world's population is just going to keep going up. <laughs> I know it's like the process of natural selection, but you know what? Like so many people that we would overload the planet, we're all toast. But at the same time, so many people would live. Like I, I would, I don't know. Yeah, I just, oh gosh, that is terrible. I think my sister would want me to say the cure. Oh, I thought my sister would be really bad. No, my sister's her. a great human. So Your she would probably want me to save thousands. Over her. Over her. And- her kids have a good dad, so mm-hmm. they would be okay. So is that what you would do? Yeah, I would. I would cure cancer. See, you don't. You said you were going to sound selfish, but you don't. Uh, yeah. Well, that one's pretty tricky. If I say that I'm going to save my sister mm-hmm. over thousands and thousands of people with cancer, I'm the biggest a hole on the planet. That's true. And <laughs> that's true. I don't want to sound like an a hole, but I also genuinely would pick the cure. Like that one's honest. Yeah, I'm sure. In high school, this was a lot easier to answer because my sister and I regularly tried to gouge each other's eyes out in high school. (laughs) But um, now, I guess it's a little. It's harder, but I would still probably pick the cure for cancer. Sorry, Abigail. Yeah, no, I think that's like a good human thing of you to do. Yeah. Okay. Ready for the next one? Mm -hmm. So they're gonna get longer as we go on. Okay. Um, you time travel. Mm -hmm. Don't know how. That part doesn't matter. You have the opportunity to kill Hitler, do you? Oh, this is interesting because it changes the trajectory of humankind and literally everything history and would change a lot of historical things that happened that I'm unaware of. (laughs) So I really can't measure like, oh, if A didn't happen, then B wouldn't happen and C wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. So I'm killing Hitler. So you're killing Hitler and then, ah, gosh, I wish I remember off the top of my head however many million people died in concentration camps but then they all have their own lives that have different trajectories that right. could have changed history yeah but i just think they deserved a, a chance, chance at to, it yeah like why not okay so let's say okay okay so the opportunity is in front of you to kill hitler it doesn't matter how you kill him like as long as you kill him like do, i don't think i can stomach and not that i think this would necessarily stop me but i don't know if i could stab someone i would have to have the memories of all the stories I've heard and all the families affected. Uh Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have to have that in order to stomach that. To know that he was going to do that. Yeah, to know that he was literally freaking psychotic Mm -hmm. and tortured people. That gets me pissed off. Okay, but... Stab? I don't know. Are you going to like morally be able to handle the fact that you killed a person? It's like one of those things, can you put it in your hands to fix it yourself? If it's Hitler, I'd be a dang hero. Well, Yeah. So, yes. So, you just... You wouldn't? No, I would. Okay. I would. I mean, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I didn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, if you had the option to and you didn't, you have in your hands and the responsibility of the millions of people that did But then I also have the responsibility in my hands of what if I kill Hitler? (laughs) A weird sentence. What if (laughs) I kill Hitler and then the rest of... And then something worse happens for God knows what reason. Like, I don't know. Somebody else's surviving person. And I guess that's not Something necessarily my fault. Worse but than trying to off an know. entire range. Okay, let's say someone that was more successful in doing the same thing. Okay, so who who kills more? Yeah. Well, we'll cross that bridge once we get there and maybe <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Killed once, maybe we'll I'll get kill to the again. Next genocide. <laughs> yeah, I would kill Hitler. All right, so we're killing Hitler, we're taking the cure for cancer, and we're moving right along. There's another one. Oh, RIP to your dog. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Spanky. my dog. So She's sad. already dead. Oh, there R. we R. go. Spanky? 
Yeah, you know the dog. You named your dog when you were Just little? listen. Okay. You know the dog from Little Rascals with the patch over its eye? <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. Spanky. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so she had a little, she was a pit bull boxer mix. See, you were just the weirdest kid that I expected that, like, your mom asked you what you wanted to name your dog. And you like, were like, Spanky. <laughs> okay, this one's a scenario one. And I hate this one. I hate it. Okay. A pregnant woman is leading a group of people out of a cave on a coast. And they're stuck in the mouth of a cave. In a short time, high tide will be upon them. And unless she is unstuck, everybody in the tour group will be drowned except for the woman whose head is out of the cave. Fortunately or unfortunately, someone has with them a stick of dynamite. There seems no way to get the pregnant woman loose without using the dynamite, which will inevitably kill her. But if they don't use it, everyone that's stuck in the cave will drown. What should they do? So either the pregnant lady is the only one who lives or she's the only one who dies. Um, technically, yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is terrible. Well, whenever I first heard – the way that I remember them phrasing it, because this was one that we did in class, and I <laughs> – still haunts me because I remember it being like a guy, like a really huge guy that was like standing in the way of the mouth of the cave – and so it was different from the pregnant woman scenario because it was like because everybody automatically was like, "Oh, kill the guy and save everybody." Yeah, but just like it's different because you're like, "Yeah, but she's also pregnant." And does that change the, sure, the story? Yeah. And it I does. It does. I think it does to me. And it also depends whether or not um, they're saying like, and I think I'm pretty sure, unless I made this part up, but um, like that person's reaction to it of no, please don't kill me, or like yes, just do it. You guys need to get out of here. Right. It does depend on that response. Right. But it's when you look at it objectively, you're killing two people versus what, 10 people? Yeah. So there's like this weird thing in your brain that's like, no, you save whoever's like the larger number. But not when you're pregnant. That throws it. I don't want to be in control of that. Like if it comes down to, yes, we're killing this woman and she need we need to kill her, I'm not the one throwing the stick of dynamite. I no, but I think that's the question. It yeah. has to be. It can't be on me. Like, even – I don't know if this is all true, but they say that um, whenever – during death row, on death row, whenever they would flip the switch, there's, like, three different switches so that the executors don't know who it who was that it? had the actual yeah. switch. There's, like, an anonymous factor. I don't think I could – I think if I did it, even knowing it was the right thing to do for the greater good, whatever, whatever, a pregnant woman? I'm just going to say what my response – if I was one of the ten in mm-hmm. the cave – with a pregnant lady in there, I'd be like, I want to die. I don't want to kill this woman. That would be my, I, I don't know. I couldn't, I don't, I don't think I could kill a a pregnant mom. I would rather drown. I think if she said it was okay, (laughs) I would kill her. If she was, if she was like, listen, you guys have to do it or else you're not going to be able to live. And okay. It also depends on the group that I'm with. Am I with a bunch of older middle-aged people or do I have kids in there? Okay, yeah, that does throw it weird. And is this like a nice lady or is she a jerk? <laughs> Actually, she was rude this whole hike. Um, we're gonna blow you up with a stick of dynamite. I don't know. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh there's too many variables. There's too many variables. But I think I would drown. <laughs> <laughs> when all else fails, choose to drown. Unless there were other kids in the cave that I'm throwing the stick. Those are my two things. If it's a bunch of people my age and above, we're all drowning. If it's a bunch of little kids, I'm killing. Oh god, I hate that sentence. I hate that. I'm too. throwing the stick. I don't like the phrase throwing the stick. Either. 
Yeah, I agree. Okay, this one I already know what your answer is going to be, but it was surprising that this was on like every single ethics thing. Okay. And I know what my answer would be too, so this one will be easy. You're at your best friend's wedding just an hour before the ceremony is about to start. Earlier that day, you came across definitive proof that your best friend's spouse-to-be is having an affair with the best man or maid of honor. You catch them sneaking out of the room together looking disheveled. If you tell your friend about the affair, their day will be ruined, but you don't want her to marry a cheater. What are you going to do? So easy. So easy. I agree. So easy. It's so much easier to break off an engagement than it is to file for divorce. Here's what, here was the reason I only, I wanted to add this. I would lose all sense of ethics and go into a blind rage. If I saw that, I would lose my cool in a, in the bridesmaid's dress, I would sock him in the teeth. It would be over. Yeah, no, I I don't think I would blindly rage. I don't. If this happened to you, I know, it, w- it would never. But <laughs> if it did, I would pull you aside very quietly and sit you down in a room, just us, and I would explain. And then I, I would say, it's up to you. You want to try and figure this out? And marry your best friend. I will not tell a soul. And we can go about our day mm-hmm. and deal with this for the next however many years. We can go years. about our day. <laughs> or you can blow his head off and I'll blow his head off too. <laughs> like I'm I'm just presenting the information and letting you like set the temperature. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't be like, this guy did this, this, and this. I, and make yeah. it like a big public I thing. I think I would depend. I think it would depend on the friend too. Oh, I, I would do that across the board. If I saw him coming out of the room, and this is, I'm going to put this on Corey, though Corey would never, ever, ever in a million years do this to you. Corey's coming out of the room. I see him come out with someone else. I'm taking him by the neck quietly to a side room. I'm asking him what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna interrogate him as if he murdered several people. <laughs> Once he's crying, I go to you. Okay. And then I, cause then I'll be able to confirm because I don't want to give them, oh, I came out of the room and they're disheveled. Cause then I'm just putting you in stress without any answers. I want answers first. Okay. No, I don't. And then I'm basically making the decision for you that we are leaving and we're getting <laughs> slushies like in Grey's Anatomy and you're, ne- we're driving off into the sunset. Okay. So now the next question is, mm-hmm. I tell you all of this information, you're the bride. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Do you... Oh, we're not getting married that day, baby. Mm-mm. You'd call it off. Oh, I'd call it off. 100%. 1,000%. And I'm going right to that. I'm going to the groom suite. I'm going to look his mother in the eye. I'm not looking at him. I'm going to his mother. And I'm saying, you want to know why this wedding is canceled today? Because your son's a piece of garbage. <laughs> and then I'm taking that maid of honor, if that's what you want to call her. Yeah, she wouldn't be. I'm taking her by the throat. No, I'll actually probably just weep. Yeah. I would do that, all of that, and then I would collapse and just cry hysterically into all the money lost. I would, like, slip out of the back door with my friend that told me that. And just disappear. And I would have you text somebody to explain the situation to the bridal party. And then are you telling everybody what happened? Because all these people, they are there. They're waiting. This is like an hour before the reception. I don't know. Or not reception this hour. I don't know. I think explaining it to the people that matter the most in your life, which is your bridal party, is like more than what needs to have happen. But I I wouldn't make uh, a point to like have somebody go on stage and be like, I know you guys are all gathered here together for a celebration, but we want you to know that so-and-so is a lying, (laughs) cheating sack of crap. Like, I think that's one step too far that I don't have in me. But I do think 
explaining it to the people that were like our closest friends and family mm-hmm. deserve to know that information. Cause I wouldn't just leave the wedding for no reason. It would have to be something of that nature for me to like. So then everybody's just at the, is at the wedding just doesn't really know why it's off. Everyone just has to go. Yeah. Like, they would off. just, yeah. Somebody go. else would be like, Hey, like for whatever reason, it's not happening today. Thank you so much for coming out. Please go home. That's the, yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I think I would do the same thing, even though there'd be a part of me that would be like, I want and everyone to know. I would just sob in the car that we were supposed to be driving to our Ooh. honeymoon in Sweden. No, I would yeah. pull like a, I would hope that it was raining so I could just walk in the rain in my wedding dress. Okay, next one. You're an eyewitness to a crime. A man has robbed a bank, but instead of keeping the money for himself, he donates it to a poor orphanage that can now afford to feed, clothe, and care for the children. You know who committed the crime. If you go to the authorities with the information, there's a good chance the money will be returned to the bank, leaving lots of kids in need. What do you do? I ain't no snitch. (laughs) I ain't telling nobody. Easy. Yeah, I'm not telling anybody either. No. And I also, but I think, uh, no, here's something, zero integrity. I want to partner up with this guy. I want to, I want to help. Where are you going next? (laughs) Who else are we giving it to? I want to know if he's like, is he, is he a good guy? You know what I mean? Is he actually Robin Hood? I mean, come on. You're a good guy if your sole purpose for robbing a bank is to give it fully to an orphanage. Yeah, but what if he's like a really, really good bank robber and sometimes he keeps the money and does crazy things, but sometimes he gives it to orphanages. Does it matter? To me, no. Yeah, especially if they're going to return the money. Heck no. Yeah. Just, you know, sometimes things are blessings in disguise. But I get the whole, like, the moral principle I of do. It. I do. I just, I don't care about rules that much. Yeah. I'm not black and white like that at all. No. I don't really like rules in general. <laughs> I don't like rules where, well, ge- okay, this is actually a genuine thing. I don't like rules that are in place and kids can't eat. I mean, Structures I understand that, that nobody or majority of people aren't going to be robbing banks to give to orphanages. <laughs> like usually it's for some selfish, selfish reason. Right. But in this case, I like the guy. <laughs> Carry on. Good guy. Okay. <laughs> this one's longer. You've been on a cruise for two days and there's an accident that forces everyone on board to abandon ship. One of my worst fears. During the evacuation, one of the boats is damaged, leaving it with the hole that fills it with water. You figure that with 10 people in the boat, you can keep the boat afloat by having nine people scoop the filling water out by hand for 10 minutes while the 10th person rests. After that 10, that person's 10 minute rest, he or she will go back to work while another person rests and so on. Get it? Yeah. Okay. Um, This should keep the boat from sinking long enough for a rescue team to find you as long as it happens within the next five hours. You're taking your first break when you notice your best friend in a sound lifeboat with only nine people in it, and he beckons you to swim over and join them so that you won't have to keep bailing out water. If you leave the people in the sinking boat, they will only be able to stay afloat for two hours instead of five, decreasing their chance of being rescued by but securing yours. What do you do? Flip the boat over and use the air pocket underneath to stay afloat and just swim. Kick, 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 kick. What? You know, like if you... Flip a boat over. There's like an air pocket at the top where Why you can. Do you like, know that? I don't know. People don't know that. I know. No. You can like go under a boat and stick your head up in there, and there's like air up there. If you flip the boat over on its head. No, I get. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I just didn't there's. Know that you yeah, knew it. yeah. You can do that. Oh. I don't know if the air pocket in the boat would make that air pocket less big or not, or like less time for it to float. But yeah, you probably get so exhausted. Well, you're not going to be exhausted shoveling water well, you on are. the boat with your hands. But are you not going to go with your friend? Uh, 
If it was confirmed that the difference was five and two hours, I like to think that I would stick it out. Yeah. Because at first when you were saying it, I was like, oh, 100% getting out of there. And they can just rotate with nine people. But I didn't factor in that it would take off two whole hours for those mm-hmm. people. Right. Um, I don't know if I'm just trying to look like a not terrible person right now or if I genuinely would like Obviously, have yeah. this like weird like hole in my chest of like I might <laughs> be the reason why these people don't make it. Yeah, that'd be I mean it would be upsetting to say the least. Yeah. I don't know. I think you don't know what you would do until you're in a survival situation like that, but I would like to think that unless I'm like yeah, but it's only after your first break. So it's not like you're exhausted and, like, can't even see straight. You're, like, you can still kind of make a sound decision at that point. Yeah. And, like, where are we? Is this cruise in Alaska? Open ocean. Is it in I mean, I the Bahamas? Like, if it's in Alaska, I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> that water's cold. But also, if you're in, like, the Bahamas and you're out in the sun for that many days, you're mm-hmm. going to get, like... The worst sunburn of your life. Oh You're going to get, like, gosh. boils all over your Did body. Did you watch um, Unbroken? Yes, yes. The movie Unbroken. Oh, my God. It literally gave it gave me this big the, – the biggest fear of open ocean. I've always had that fear. I mean, I've all – like, I mean, I feel like I've never enjoyed the idea. But after I watched that and I saw, like, the sharks and the – I don't want to Yeah. It, but, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Ugh. Because I'm not down with that. Down with open ocean. I'm not down with um. Yeah. No. Yeah. In general. I'm just. I'm just super not. As a six, that sounds absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. No. That'd be. So I guess my answer is depending on where we're at. (laughs) If we're in Alaska, I'm dipping. If we're in the Caribbean, I'll stay. Well, that's so nice of you. (laughs) You're so humble. Or not humble. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, You're such an uh, altruist. Okay. All right. Next one. You're involved in a two car crash on your way to work one morning in which you accidentally hit and kill a pedestrian. One of my biggest fears. Mm -hmm. As you get out of the car, you're intercepted by a tearful woman who seems to think that she's the one who hit and killed the pedestrian. You're not sure why she thinks she hit the person, but she's convinced. There's only you, the woman, and the person you hit on the road. There are no other witnesses. You know that whoever is deemed responsible will probably be sent to jail. What do you do? I hated this one. Yeah. So you know 100% it was you. Yes, but she know, she thinks she knows 100% that it was her. I'm a little hush, hush. I, <laughs> I don't want to say that I would do that, but I might. I don't want to go to jail. I would not survive in jail. I mean, you would have to adapt and figure it out. You would. You'd be fine. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, no, you'd be fine. But it'd suck. I don't think anyone likes it. But I have scoliosis. I can't be on a prison bed. Oh, my gosh. That's what you're worried about? Oh, well, I mean, I'm worried about a lot of things. Your scoliosis <laughs> is top of the yeah, list. Yeah, they're not going to let me do my skincare routine in jail. That is fair. Uh, you also won't get the rest of your whole life. Oh. <laughs> Just skincare. <laughs> okay. And, okay, wait. Actually, bigger picture. We killed someone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think what I honestly <laughs> would do, and this is terrible... I would probably let her go down for it. Oh, God. And I would live with that terrible knowledge that I'm the worst human on the planet and nobody's worse than me. <laughs> but I would also, like, block it out of my head. 
Yeah, like spend the rest of your life trying to make up for it. Yeah, no, I would, no. I'm yes. saying that's what I would do. Yes, but I also would just like, you know when you do something and you convince yourself that you did it and you start to believe oh, the reality yes. that like it never happened? Yes. I would like buy into my own made up mm-hmm. story that like, oh, well, I turned my wheel this way and she turned it that way. So maybe she did. Like I would try. So you're and, just banking on your brain lying to you. Yeah, I would try and like self-convince. But I, I really a, didn't. I had a, um, this is slightly unrelated. I had a time in high school where I remember my, uh, my ex-boyfriend from high school came up to me and we were talking about something one night and he said something about like, oh, remember whenever you said this like one terrible thing that I said? And I was like, no. I would never have said anything like that. Yeah. And I was like, that I can't believe you would ever think I would say that. And for years afterward, I was like, I still don't know why you think I said that. I have no idea why. Like, a year and a half later, I was a freshman at Southeastern. I was laying in my bed and it was the, it was still, it's still one of the weirdest things that's ever happened to me. It came over me like a wave. And I was like, Oh my God, I did that. And I immediately start crying. No. And I was like, ah, like just because it was the weirdest thing of like, I, I, I like flipped a switch of like, I didn't remember. And then all of a sudden I remembered the fact that I like acted like a total asshole. Was that a time in your life where you were confronting a lot of realities about yourself and like growing and like, well, probably, I mean, it was high school. I mean like the end of high school. Yeah. But I feel like that first year is like such a weird. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Like the first. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. At Southeastern where you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. like I was this person in high school and I don't want to be that or mm-hmm. like just some weird you're outside of high school now mm-hmm. it's not like your life 24 7 so you're almost like hindsight's 2020 like yeah kind of sucks yes 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 oh it was like a very soul search year of like yeah again okay, in these different places all these different people and does that affect like the my like who I am as a person and like would I still make that same choice now and I know now that I definitely wouldn't because I was so mortified like yeah. laying there and being like I cannot believe that like it just didn't sound like anything I would ever do. And I would think now that the people in my life now would be like, you would never do something like that because it was so out of character. Yeah. You know what I mean? For who you are now. Yeah, 100%. Because I think now if you guys heard that I did something like that, you'd be like, that does not sound like her at all. Mm-hmm. I at least would hope so. Otherwise, <laughs> you're like, actually, yeah, she's kind of a scumbag. She might do that. I think I block a lot of things out anyway that I just don't want to remember. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it'd be that hard for me over time. I guess murder's different though. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is true. I think in this scenario, and this is like not a like a foolproof answer at all, but I think I would play dumb and mm-hmm. be like, We're I so don't bad. I don't know what happened. I didn't think you did it. I don't think I did it. Oh God, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, I'm just in a state of shock. Yeah, like I'm not I sure. don't remember and I don't know and I don't think oh, you did it, but I don't think I did. So and bad. I know that that's still not right. I don't want to go to jail, Maddie. I wouldn't do well there. I just don't. Yeah, I would. A correctional officer would say one thing to me, and I would just burst into tears. You would toughen up over time. Yeah, but I don't want to. (laughs) I like that I'm soft. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I don't know. I Yeah, it sounds terrible. Okay, let's just get off of that one because that one hurts me. But this is the one that you were talking about the other day that is upsetting. Oh. There's a trolley. Oh. Coming down the tracks. There are five people tied to the tracks and are unable to move. The trolley will continue coming and will kill the five people. There's nothing you can do to rescue the five people except that you do see a lever. If you pull the lever, the train will be directed to another track which has one person tied to it. You have two choices. One, do nothing and the five people will die. Two, pull the lever and save the five people but that one person will die. I think this is the one that gets progressively more personal. 
So like the one versus the five seems like an easy answer. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know the one guy mm-hmm. saving five people versus the one. It's not a simple answer because that sucks. Yeah. But if I had to, I'd do the, the five. I'd save the five. I think I would too. But then how does your answer change if that one person is someone that you know? Well, define someone I know. My best friend, my mom, some acquaintance that I had class with. Like I don't know. What's the changing factor? Um someone that I have like a closer relationship with. Like obviously be easier. It's not easy. (laughs) I don't want to make it sound like it's easy, but it would be less challenging if the one person was like a rando kid I had in one of my classes. Yeah. Then like your mom, (laughs) my mom or yeah. One of my best friends. I, but then here's the thing. So let's say that it is the five people and your mom. And so you pick your mom, you save her. Yeah. Did you just kill those five people technically? Or did you just save the one? Oh, that's interesting. I'm going to tell myself I saved the one. (laughs) I mean, if, okay. So if you don't, if you don't pull the lever at all, you're just looking and your mom just happens to be saved. I guess technically you didn't do anything, but you also didn't save those five people and you could have. And is that the same? I'm trying to think what I would do in like real time. If I saw a trolley coming and there was five randoms on the track and my mom, there's no way I wouldn't pull the lever to save my mom. Well, you're not pulling the lever. It's going towards the five. Okay. Or you pull the lever and it goes to your mom. No, I think I'm not pulling the lever if I'm being realistic. If I'm on it, picture yourself on a train track. Oh, I'm saving my mom. There's five people. Your mom's right there. Mm-hmm. And you have to pull the lever no, to kill your mom. I'm not pulling the lever. Yeah, I, I couldn't do that. I, I love my mom. <laughs> I don't think I could kill anyone in my family, honestly. Or or any of my friends. I don't think yeah, I could do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's five of my friends... Mm-hmm. And a family member. Now, does it change if you do have to pull the lever? If you're actually like. If it's my five closest friends from SEU. No. My mom. No, it's. Oh, I don't like that one. Yeah. Oh, right. No. Five randoms and the train is going towards your mom. You pull the lever. It goes towards the five randoms. Yeah, I would do that. In all reality. I want to say that I would be like, my mom lived a great life and like, she's probably okay with it and mm-hmm. whatever. But I just, I like how it's gone to just being our moms. It's not anyone else. I don't know. If it were you, I think I would still pull it. I think it would be a knee jerk reaction of like, oh my God, oh my God, I know oh my God. this person. Yeah. I'm saving them. They mean they're of significant value yeah. to me. Yeah. But having the time to think about it. I think I would still save you, but still, I would be. But then I would feel like I killed those five people. Yeah, I would have I to don't, go to therapy for so long. I don't feel good about this, but <laughs> I definitely would save the person I know. Oh, that just sounds terrible. Yeah, it sounds God, weird. I hope the situation never happens to yes. us. Okay. Don't go near trolleys. Never again. Okay, next one. <clears throat> Your spouse is dying from a rare disease. Uh, uh, this one's going to get Luckily, me. a cure has recently been invented by one druggist who lives fairly close to you. Druggist? I don't like the term druggist, but this is a copy and paste it. This druggist is selling the cure for 10 times the amount of cost that it take him to make it because he's the worst. You try That part I added. You try to raise (laughs) the money, but even borrowing from friends, taking a loan out for the bank, you can only raise half the amount. You go to the druggist and you offer to pay him half now and half later, but he refuses saying that he invented the cure and is determined to make money. You beg him to sell it cheaper as your partner will die before you can raise the full amount, but he still refuses. Refuses. You believe you could break into his store one night after he's gone home and steal it. This would definitely save your spouse, although you might be arrested for the crime. What should you do? 
Hmm. This isn't as hard as I thought. <laughs> I would probably be so desperate to mm-hmm. try and save my husband that I would run the risk and break in. I would too. I thought you were going to say something like you have to sleep with him. <gasps> That's more of a moral really? issue to me than breaking in. Oh, home. I would do both of those things. Easy peasy. No. Oh God. You wouldn't sleep with him if it meant that he would give you the money to save your husband's life. I would feel so wrong. What? Yeah. No way. I would rather break into 10 stores than sleep with them. No, I would be like, I will have sex with you every week for the next year. If no. you give me this drug. 1,000%. So terrible to save drugist? Life? No, I will. <laughs> I think that. Drugist. <laughs> what, I think that things will. I would be desperate. You would save him and then have marital issues. Yeah, but okay, no, no, not that would be me. It wouldn't be because I wanted to. It would be like desperation. I just saved your life. I'd get like a martyr complex about it, but I would still do it. There's absolutely no way. I would probably do whatever I had to. Also, this might be kind of a loophole, so it might not count. But I also think that if this, you know, if I get arrested for it, whatever, whatever. I don't think I would be in prison for very long because I think I think that somebody would understand. I think that like if I were up for parole or something, they would be like, "That guy's a scumbag." Okay, flip the script. Um, you're the dying person, uh-huh. and your husband either has to sleep with some drug druggist mm-hmm. woman to save you. Uh-huh. Would you want him to? I wouldn't ask him. To, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, please have sex with her." I'd be like, "Listen, bro, you do not have to do that," but. Uh, if he did it and was like, listen, I'm doing this because I'm saving your life, I would What about if I would he, be mad. What about if he had to do it for a year? Sleep with this woman for a year and you're recovering. I would hope that I marry the kind of person who would be like, wouldn't he's not having a grand old time. He like hates that and like doesn't want to. I, in a very twisted way, think it would be like, I think it'd be fine. Really? Because it's not an emotional thing. I'm not like... Yeah, but whether uh, it's like so transactional, and I I don't think it's right. I mean, you're right. I think this is where uh, there's a difference of how you view sex, too, though. Well, I don't view it as transactional on a regular basis. Sure, yeah, but I think that it's emotional regardless of if you're meaning for it to be transactional or not. Yeah, but I think I would think of it. See, but whenever I think of it, I still would consider that like non. It, it's consensual sex, but it's also it's like so manipulative that yeah. it's almost to the form where I don't think it's that that means they're like like coerced sexual assault. And I wouldn't say that any version yeah. of sexual violence is like an emotional, intimate, intimate thing. I think it'll be emotional, hard on me. Yeah, in okay. that same way. But I don't think it would be. I have a connection with this person because I do think people can get so desensitized and like transactional mm-hmm. about it that it doesn't be it's not an emotional thing anymore yeah like you're numbed right but with somebody who's in a marriage and that is intimate it's only with the two of you to go from that to like having another person in on it all of a sudden sounds weird to me yeah i i only question if i would do it because i would probably rather say like which maybe i'm just a jealous person and i don't want to share under any circumstances Yeah, that I would almost be like, it's been a good life. Like yeah, I hope I would you, rather have you I hope you remarry well. I hope you have a, a family and like do all the things in your life that you're called to do and want to do and have fun. But like, I'm out. <laughs> just yeah, let just, me die. Let's just call it. Yeah. 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 
Like, <sighs> I don't know that I would be like gung ho about that. I think if I knew he was willing to do that for me and is like, I would do anything, I think I would make it less about me and more like he genuinely is so scared. Uh, yeah, I have a hard time getting outside of my brain for that. I think I, that's where I immediately go. Mm-hmm. Which is good. I, th- I don't think it's a healthy part of me. Well, maybe it's also not a healthy part of me, considering I'm the one dying in this scenario. Ye- okay. So you're saying it's more of like a selfish act of like, I do want to live, so whatever you need to do, I'm okay with? Wait, what? I'm confused. <laughs> I'm saying I would immediately go to his brain of like, you're so scared, and this is what you need to be able to make your life bearable. Yeah. And for me to live. I just, okay, then here, this is the last question that's the same part of it. What if you could only steal the cure by killing the druggist? Oh, I'm, I'm popping that guy in the face. <laughs> that's easier for you than if you were to have sex with your husband? Yeah. He, he were, she. She, she, would, she would have, we'll, I mean, it we'll could be. We'll flip it. I mean, no, 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 no. Not, yeah. That's way worse. <laughs> if it was a dude, I'd be like, honey. Honey. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Why don't you just go for it? no um yeah if i had to kill them yeah yeah that's a lot easier for me i think that i would say no but then at the same time i'd be so pissed at this person for being such a like disgusting i can't believe you make a buck oh i'd be so disgusted by that which technically in a very do i get caught for the murder Because if not, I'm planning that thing out for months. If I'm not getting caught, then I would do it. If I'm not, if I am getting caught, I won't. You just let your partner die. Oh God. Yeah. I think there's there's very little thing. I don't think I can kill anyone though. Is the very little thing. There's very few things Uh that I wouldn't do to save my husband. I agree. I think that I think it's a. I would do anything to save my husband or my kids. Honestly, and my like parents. Mm-hmm. Any okay, any of my family. Yeah, most of them. Most I would do pretty much anything. Me but, too. Besides, but I don't know if I can kill anyone. Sex. Why? So your thing is sex, and my thing is murder. Yeah, I think what? that makes me a way worse person than you. No, in that context, I think it's weird as hell. But I don't think it's. <laughs> no, I think that's worse. You would literally kill a human being over have sex with a random human being. I I just I don't want to do that. I don't want to have sex with. Well, someone I don't want to kill anyone either. Yeah, but I'd rather kill somebody. Than I don't. I genuinely don't think would I would be, survive it. It would be traumatic for me. Oh, absolutely, it would be. But I think it's also traumatic for you to kill a human being, even I, if they're a scumbag. I would. I think I would have more trauma after the fact of somebody sleeping with me that I don't really want to sleep with than me killing somebody. That's terrible. Wow. Oh, I, I don't think I could. And I also, but I do think it depends on the method that you were to kill someone. If, like, if you told me that I have to stab this guy through the chest, I probably can't. Yeah, no, but, like, if you had a gun, you could. But if I had a gun, I could do it. Yeah, same. Or if I have to, like, sneak into his home and kill him, I can't do it. But if it's, like, point blank. Right. Yay. Oh. I don't know. See, this is where I, I hate too, these. Too into detail. Okay. Um, I think this actually, I think that might have been the last one. Wow, we did good on time. We did do pretty good on time. Um, so yeah, cool. We still haven't figured out how to do outros. Yeah, no, we haven't. They're real weird. Well, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, we left you with some weird questions that you can now ask your coworkers mm-hmm. and your friends. Yep. Um, and let us know what you would do. And are if- you killing your mom? Or are you killing your friends? 
<laughs> Actually, maybe don't phrase it like that. <laughs> maybe don't reach out to us. Actually, uh, forget you ever heard this. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Just a frantic bye. <laughs>